And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Athletic. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Tuesday, the 31st of October. I'm Tim Spears, and on today's show... Lionel Messi makes history again. It did look like it was a bit of an honorary award. It was as if they don't expect him to ever be back there. There's no surprises in the women's Ballon d'Or. She's won pretty much everything this year. And the latest on the search for the father of Liverpool player Luis Diaz. There was some clarity over those potentially involved in the incident. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Tim Spears. The 2023 Ballon d'Or France football footballer is Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi has won the prestigious Ballon d'Or award yet again at a star-studded ceremony in Paris. Messi extended his own record by winning it for an eighth time, with a 36-year-old finishing ahead of Erling Haaland and Kylian Mbappe in the voting. Felipe Cardenas joins us now to reflect on an historic night. Felipe, did he win this award because he was the best player of the last 12 months or is it something to do with his other achievements in that time? I think it's debatable. You know, I think that that's what makes this his eighth Ballon d'Or so interesting because, you know, if you, if you watched the the ceremony, it did look like it was a bit of an honorary award. It was as if they don't expect him to ever be back there. I think in the end, his World Cup year was fairly significant. You know, that he's not the first player to win a Ballon d'Or based solely on his international season. There have been several before him, Zidane, Modric, Cannavaro, so many players that have won in a World Cup year. So that was important for Messi, the fact that he wins a World Cup in 2022 in, in honestly during a forgettable stint at PSG. And so surely his career and his, his that World Cup with Argentina sealed the deal. So Felipe, you sat through this ceremony so that we didn't have to. Can you tell us what, what Messi said in his speech at the end of it all? It was funny because he, he, I feel like he's sticking to a script. Uh, he's saying a lot of the things that he said even prior to the World Cup in Qatar and then afterwards about his retirement and he's still not sure and he's just enjoying football. Is this more special? Uh, is Balandor more special than the previous ones? He said that they're all special. Uh, what stood out to me is, is that he said, you know, in thanking his Argentina teammates, he also acknowledged Erling Holland and Kylian Mbappe and said that, you know, these are two players that they're, they're going to win their, their awards, you know, and, and, and he said, you know, coming here to Paris tonight, I've been coming over the years and, and I see a lot of young footballers here tonight. So it was, it was as if he was sort of passing off the baton to the future of the sport. And in the end, he thanked Diego Maradona, who would have been 63 years old. And and Messi, you know, regardless of the insurmountable numbers he has, he will always be compared to Maradona in in, in his country. And so him acknowledging that this award was for 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 the previous GOAT, you know, I thought that was significant. You mentioned a sort of a changing of the guard. I mean, since 2008, it's either been Ronaldo or Messi or Modric 
or Benzema, you wouldn't expect that any of those guys are going to win this award again. So it does kind of feel like the, yeah, as you say, the passing of the torch. It does. It does. You know, I remember before the World Cup, you know, in, in, in watching Messi play, I was like, wow, like we're going to have to get used to not seeing him soon. Uh, you know, the same with with, with Ronaldo, um, you know, all this, that generation of player and, and the time that we've over almost 20 years of watching these guys be so good, so elite. Uh, but it is coming to an end. You know, it was it was, I think, a bit of foreshadowing to see Messi, Erling Haaland and Kylian Mbappe s- sitting next to each other and, and probably thinking, you know, those two players, Haaland and, and Mbappe, are going to be doing what Messi and Ronaldo did for the, for so long battling for this award. Because right now, I mean, you could, I think you're going to have to throw in Jude Bellingham as well. But those are the players that I think will now become the next winners, the consistent winners, the, the the perennial winners of the Ballon d'Or. So Mbappe might smile next year then, because he, he looked pretty annoyed throughout the rest of the night. He did not smile. He did not <laughs> smile. There was an awkward moment when he, when they, when every nominee was on stage at the very beginning and Mbappe, were, the place where he had to stand was right next to Emiliano Martinez, the, the Argentina goalkeeper, Aston Villa goalkeeper, who, if you remember, after the World Cup, was seen celebrating with a rag doll that looked very much like Mbappe. Said a lot of things about Mbappe, and so that was a bit of an awkward moment. But you're right, you know, Mbappe. He, you know, he looked almost like he didn't want to be there. He didn't stop for any selfies with the fans, with the kids outside, and so, you know, maybe that'll change when he starts winning the award. Thanks, Felipe. Elsewhere, there were five Manchester City players in the top 10 with Kevin De Bruyne, Rodri, Julian Alvarez and Bernardo Silva joining Haaland in being recognised for a stellar year for City. Completing the top 10 were Vinicius Jr, Victor Ossiman and Luka Modric, but Mo Salah just missed out in 11th. As for the best goalkeeper, that went to Messi's national teammate Emiliano Martinez. He handled it with a bit more care than the one he won in Qatar. And the Copper Trophy for best young player went to, of course, man of the moment, Jude Bellingham. To win this trophy means a lot, but I think to me, uh, the most important thing is team trophies. And you know, now I've got this one, it's important that I try and kick on and try and help Madrid and England win trophies for many years. Bellingham's Real Madrid teammate Vinicius Junior won the Socrates Award for his humanitarian efforts, while runner-up Erling Haaland won the Muller Award for best goalscorer, which in his words is... My job, so, so that's, what I'm, that's why I'm here now, because that's what I'm good at. Messi was an eighth-time winner, but the Women's Award was won for the first time by Spain and Barcelona midfielder Aitana Bonmati. The 25-year-old won the World Cup with Spain, where she was named player of the tournament, and helped Barcelona win the Spanish League and the Champions League. England goalkeeper Mary Earps was recognised for an outstanding World Cup by finishing 5th, while teammate Rachel Daly was 10th. Sophie Penny, host of Full Time Europe, the Athletics women's football show, joins me now. Sophie... Seemed like a pretty clear-cut winner here. Has the right person won? Definitely. I think, as you say, everyone thought that Aitana Bomati would win this award. She's won pretty much everything this year. Won the World Cup with Spain, the Champions League with Barcelona. She was the player of the tournament for both of those as well. She won the Liga FA, UEFA Women's Player of the Year. It makes sense that she's won the Ballon d'Or now. So what was it that allowed Bomati to really thrive this year and ultimately claim this award for the first time? 
A leadership position opened up in Barcelona and Spain after Alexia Puteas tore her ACL. She won the past two Ballon d'Ors before this one. And I think Bonmati has really thrived in filling that leadership space. It's also allowed her to change position. She's moved closer to the box. She's had more goal involvements this season. And I think that's been brilliant for her game. She had the most goal involvements of any player in the Women's Champions League. Eight assists, five goals. And I think that's really added a new dimension to her game. And like Felipe, you've you've sat through this ceremony for us, Sophie. What does she say in her speech? Anything interesting? She said she was very nervous. She hadn't slept for a few days. She said it was a dream for her to win the award. But she also spoke out saying that as role models, they have a responsibility on and off the pitch. We should be more than athletes. Keep leading by example and keep fighting together for a better, peaceful and equal world. Which makes sense because she's obviously part of the Spain team which have been fighting for changes in the national setup after the controversial Luis Rubiales kiss on Jenny Hermoso after the World Cup celebrations. But also before that, she was part of 15 players who signed a letter to the Spanish Football Federation calling for more changes. So it makes sense that she was speaking out in terms of her activism as well on Monday evening when she received the award. So Chelsea Sam Kerr finished second and Bonmati's club and country teammate Salma Parayuelo finished up the top three. Bit of controversy though in that the awards ceremony took place during the women's international break so a lot of the nominees couldn't actually attend the ceremony. Can you explain that for us? Only seven of the women's nominees attended and that was because a lot of players have Nations League matches tonight. Aitana Bonmati herself will play Switzerland on Tuesday evening. And these matches are for the Nations League and they're key for qualifying for the Olympics. So it's a big moment for a lot of those players. And there was a lot of uproar about the fact that they they couldn't attend the ceremony. Also, in terms of the number of awards available for women as well, you know, the Young Player Award, the Goalkeeper Award, the Best Striker Award, none of those are for women. And they only started awarding the Women's Ballon d'Or in 2018 compared to 1956 for the men. So I think there is still a long way to go in terms of the scheduling and also the number of awards available for women. So we hope to see a few changes next year in that respect. Thanks, Sophie. You can find out more about Bon Matty over on Full Time Europe, which is out now. And one other piece of news from Spain. On Monday, FIFA announced that former Spanish FA president Luis Rubiales has been banned from all footballing activities for three years. This follows events from the World Cup final where he kissed player Jenny Hermoso on the lips and grabbed his crotch in celebration. Rubiales confirmed he will be appealing the ban. Now, over the weekend, you would have heard the shocking news that the parents of Liverpool player Luis Diaz were kidnapped back home in Colombia. Diaz's mother was found on Saturday, but the search for his father, Luis Manuel, remains ongoing, with more than 120 soldiers and police searching northern Colombia and authorities offering a £40,000 reward for information. Official details are still being kept close, but local media have reported that Diaz's parents were taken by armed men on motorcycles. Diaz didn't play in Liverpool's win over Nottingham Forest on Sunday. Reds boss Jurgen Klopp said preparations for the game were the most difficult he'd ever faced in his 22-year career. Here to update us on the latest is the Athletics Deputy News Editor Luke Bosher. What's the latest here? What can you tell us? In an update on Monday, Colombia's Director of Police, General Alejandro Zapata, indicated that the kidnapping appeared to be planned and that there was some clarity over those potentially involved in the incident. 
Now, given that La Guajiria, the region in which the kidnapping occurred, borders Valencia, there has been a bit of talk about the possibility that Diaz's father has been taken into the neighbouring South American country. But I think it's important to note that Zapata said at this moment, they didn't have any concrete indication that uh, Diaz Sr. had crossed the border. But he did acknowledge that it was definitely a possibility and certainly didn't rule it out either now or in the future that there may be some sort of cross-border involvement. Thanks, Luke. Theathletic.com will keep you posted with any developments from the situation. As for tonight's football, the Carabao Cup returns with some lower league clubs looking to make it into the quarter-finals of the competition. I'm afraid you can't watch either game in the UK, but if you're hankering for Exeter against Middlesbrough or Mansfield versus Port Vale, you can watch them in the US if you have ESPN Plus at around 3.45pm Eastern Time. All four home nations are in Women's Nation League action. It's ITV4 for England against Belgium and the BBC for the remaining three, Scotland v Netherlands being the pick of the bunch. Right, that's all for today. I've been Tim Spears. Your producer was Abby Patterson and executive producer was Ben Green. If you're new to the show, we'd love you to subscribe and come back for more and feel free to leave us a review if you can. Michael Bailey will be with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. The Athletic. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.